You're listening to the Meaningful Minutes with Nikki Olson podcast. This is a show for busy Latter-day Saint women who want to learn simple tools to feel confident and inspired in 10 minutes or less. Welcome. On this episode, we will discuss why prayer is not a drive through order. Have you ever thought of prayer that way as a drive through order? I don't imagine you have, but I bet as I describe this transaction, type of transaction, you might relate with it. I know that I have fallen into this trap and many women I work with as well, where you kneel down to pray and you just start listing off all the things. It's as if you're putting in an order. You know when you're at the drive through window, you don't usually wait for a response, right? You just recite what you need, and sometimes the person on the other end will recite back what you ordered, and then you'll pull up to the next window to receive exactly what you ordered. Sometimes. (laughs) Can you relate with that type of transaction in prayer as well? Not only do you get done reciting your order, but then we stand up, going on our way, on our day, hoping and expecting that what we put in as our order comes out the way we listed it that day. Prayer is so much more than placing an order at God's drive through window and expecting to receive exactly what we ordered. Think about it. At most drive through interactions, there isn't much of a relationship built. It's about the transaction and that's it. You mostly focus on getting what you want and the giver focused on getting you out of there quickly. I don't imagine God is interested in hurrying us along in our prayers. God is interested in hearing from us, talking with us, and helping us. I'm not saying that you can't ask for what you need in prayer, but what I'm saying is how do we ask for those things? Is it with the intent of putting in an order and expecting to get what we ordered? Then we are truly not building a relationship. Prayer is not about influencing God to change, but what, but to bring us in alignment with God. I'm going to talk a lot more about aligning our will with God in two more weeks, so stay tuned for that episode. But I also think there are a lot of misconceptions about prayer that keep us from the true purpose of prayer, which I'll talk about in just a minute. But first, let's dive into some of those other misconceptions about prayer that often turn the prayer into a transaction. The second misconception about prayer is that you can't pray for things that you can do on your own. Like there are rules around what you can ask for help with and what you can't. God is interested in being a part of your life and helping you in any way possible. Prayer is not about reaching out when we are stuck or backed into a corner and have no other options. Think about it. You could do a lot of things on your own, but you ask for help because it makes things easier. You could do all the housework that you are able to do and never let your family help unless it was something you absolutely couldn't do on your own. But how would that feel in the relationship? Would you start resenting the relationship if you were clearly able and available to help? And think about how you would feel when others help you with things you can do on your own. You feel grateful and closer to that person. God wants to help you in your day. You just need to ask. 
Which kind of leads me to the next misconception of prayer. If I pray for something I can do on my own, then I'm taking God's power from someone else that needs it more. Okay, who has says God has a limit of power? Is there only a certain amount of power that God has to offer the world and we can only take our fair share? Where in the scriptures does it talk about there being a cap on what God can provide us? I can't recall anything. All right, I'm going to interrupt this episode for just a moment because the holidays are fast approaching. Yes, I said it. You heard me right. The holidays will be here before you know it. And you know what gifts I always forget until the last minute? My neighbor gifts and my little friend gifts. Then I'm scrambling for something cute at the last minute and then end up way overpaying. Can you relate? Well, I got you covered. Have you seen my new meaningful prayer journal? This simple, inexpensive, yet powerful gift helps you feel Christ's enabling power, see the hand of God daily, and gain knowledge and understanding through prayer. Also, if you know anyone in a Relief Study presidency, this would be a great Christmas gift for their sisters. I even offer a discount on bulk orders. Just click the link in my show notes and get yours pre-ordered today. All right, back to the episode. You know what prayer is really for? to build a relationship with God. Prayer is one of the most powerful ways a person can develop a closer relationship with God. Prayer is a connection between us and God. The Bible dictionary says, as soon as we learn the true relationship in which we stand toward God, namely God is our father and we are his children, then at once prayer becomes natural and instinctive on our part. Many of the so-called difficulties about prayer arise from forgetting this relationship. Now think about your relationship with your parents or even your kids. How do you approach that relationship? Are you continually checking in to recite what you need and say your thank yous? No, you talk, you listen, you rely on each other, you learn about each other. Prayer is a way for us to do all of those things. A prayer does not need to be a formal thing. There is no perfect way to pray. The guide to the scripture says that a person's thoughts may also be a prayer if they are directed to God. A song of the righteous may be a prayer to God. We can include God in all throughout our day through prayer in different ways. Elder Bednar said, I promise that the blessings of effective preparation and spiritual protection will flow into your life as you watchfully pray vigilantly and continually. Okay, who doesn't want to know that they are effectively preparing and have spiritual protection? I know that I do. What do we need to do, though, to be watchful unto prayer? What does watchful even mean? Well, it means to be alert, vigilant, wide awake. Are you that in your prayers? One way that I have been able to keep my prayers from being a drive through order and more alert and vigilant is to record my prayers, to write down what I want to talk with God about before I pray so that I can focus on the conversation instead of the list that I'm reciting. Also, that leaves me open to listening as well. 
Actually, I created a whole journal for my prayers. It's called the Meaningful Prayer Journal. This journal also helps you feel Christ's enabling power, see the hand of God daily, and prioritize your day through the Spirit. You can even order yours today by clicking the link in my show notes. All right, now, I hope you came out of this episode with a different perspective on prayer that will help you have a closer relationship with God. Now, remember, we don't receive the miracles we order. We receive the miracles we need. I hope these minutes you spent with me were meaningful, helped you feel inspired and more confident. Check out my show notes for links to my website, social media, and free handouts for remembering how to implement the skills. I know there are other women that could use this information. Leaving a review is a great way for other women to hear this message. If you'd like more daily inspiration and guidance, please come find me on Instagram at Nikki Olson Coaching. If you share this episode, please tag me. I love to connect with my listeners. Thank you for listening to the Meaningful Minutes podcast with Nikki Olson.